Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Drake's Corner, and let me just say it's been a minute. I know it has. It's been about two and a half weeks now since the last episode. What can I say? I'm a busy guy. Busy guy. But we are back with a jam-packed episode today. Uh, we got some quarterback talk. We got some NBA talk, a little betting talk, NFL power rankings, of course. And let's get right into the business. Uh, first thing I'd kind of like to bring up is like... the. Uh, I don't know what it takes anymore for, you know, a quarterback to establish himself in the league, okay? Um, I, I kind of have three examples of just, you know, teams like, you know, kind of being um, naive when it comes to their quarterback decisions. Obviously, um, Mike White has shown in the New York Jets organization that he can be a starting guy. He can be a gunslinger. He can throw for 350 to 400 yards a game. Uh, we saw this against the Bears. Uh, he did it last year against the Bills and actually set the um, the passing yards uh, leader there in the in the organization last year uh, with over 400 against Buffalo. And we just see him dwindle back down to the backup level um, after an, an incredible game. The guy showed heart. The guy showed talent. You know, you don't throw for 400 yards and be a bum. You know, uh, same thing with Taylor Heineke. Now here's the deal with Taylor. Um, he doesn't have the best stats, but he's a winner. Okay, the Washington has won five of their last six games, um, and you know they ch- continue to choose guys like Carson Wentz. Um, you know, dwindling through quarterbacks, and you know just won't stick with Heineke uh, and Al- Alex Smith as well during his time there in Washington. But Taylor Heineke, you know, he's led the uh, Commanders to you know a playoff game, a wild card chase. Um, even last year too, it was kind of a, a pivot year, but they were dealing with injuries and whatnot, but he still won big games for them. And I just don't understand anymore what it takes for teams to commit to a quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo brought the 49ers to a Super Bowl, and the year after that, they decided they want to enter the quarterback roulette and draft Trey Lance. So yeah, well, I just don't understand, you know, what it, it takes. I, I would think that Mike White is the starter now for a New York Jets or organi- the New York Jets at least. Um, you know, after throwing a lot better than Zach Wilson has all season. Um, but, yeah, the, these guys are just sitting out there on the bench, you know, throwing 450 yards casually and then going back to a backup level. Guys like Jimmy Garoppolo, guys like Heineke, uh, Jacoby Brissett is another name that comes to mind. Uh, you know, good quarterback play. And I, I'd say there's, you know, a decent chunk of teams that either need a future franchise guy or they need a guy right now. Uh, Texans, for example, Panthers, for example. Um, Lions are going to uh, need a future franchise guy. And there's these quarterbacks like, you know, Mike White or Zach Wilson, you know, teams that have two quarterbacks and, you know, can't make a decision on one of them. Mike White clearly is going to outplay Zach Wilson. Taylor Heineke has been outplaying Carson Wentz. Jimmy Garoppolo it should be the guy in San Francisco. So I just don't know what it takes anymore to, for a team to commit and be like, okay, you know, Maybe we spent our second pick on Zach Wilson, but Mike White, uh, does it feel like we're letting it go to waste? Like, I don't know the thought process behind these teams. Anyway, that's kind of my little uh, my little spiel on the quarterback drama situation, you know, in a few organizations. I don't really have an opinion, but I just think it's weird. I don't, I don't know what, you know, makes teams think to themselves, you know, this is our guy or this guy's going to be the backup. I just don't know, especially after good performances like Mike White had on Sunday against the Bears. So, anywho, we're going to jump to kind of an older level quarterback. Don't know if you've heard of him. Tom Brady. 
you know, there's been a few dwindling rumors that he's heading back to the Patriots after this season. Not happening. Sorry to cut it short, but, you know, the Kraft-Brady-Belichick relationship has been broken for a long time. And, you know, he's 40, he's going to be 46 next year, and I'd like to believe that this is his last year if he doesn't get the job done. Uh, he's already destroyed his family for his football career. Um, you know, I, I don't know the facts behind it, but that's what it looks like. Um, and it, it, he's an old man, okay? I, I don't I don't think there's any chance in hell that Brady goes back to New England, okay? If it happens, please come to this video and just dislike, comment, tell, tell me how, you know, sucky I am. Tell me I got bad juju. Anyway, Tom Brady back to the Patriots, not happening. Um, let's jump to the hard court of the NBA here. Uh, we're going to do a little standings check. Uh, you know, the Mavericks are struggling. I don't, I didn't expect this. I expected a Luka Doncic uh, MVP-esque year for the Mavericks, and they are just under 500 right now, not even in the playoff picture. Um, a team that is surprising me, I don't think it's really a surprise, but the Celtics are 18-4 and without their, their dominant defensive center, Robert Williams. Uh, they're in the East, they're the top-scoring team in uh, the conference right now, scoring 122 points a game. Uh, their defense is kind of middle of the pack, though, but you got you to think when Robert Williams comes back, this team is going to be scary. They're 18-4 and four right now. Uh, they're on a five-game winning streak. They're in 8.6-point uh, differential. Uh, they're dangerous right now. 18-4 and four without their defensive monster center. That's very impressive. Um, in the East, yeah, that's that's my favorite right now. I, I, I got the Bucks as my overall favorite, but Celtics, man, if they're doing this right now without Robert Williams, oh my God, they're going to be scary. And the West is now shaping out to, you know, kind of uh, not really a fever dream like it was with the Jazz being um, at the front of the table there. Um, Suns back in first place as normal pelicans at third kind of a surprise but 21 games into the season uh zion's playing at an incredible level um you know lakers out of the playoffs and one more surprise here uh the warriors 500 11 and 11 but it's early in the season just want to do a quick standings check celtics look dominant mavericks are struggling and the west is shaping out more realistically so We'll be back. We'll do a little standings check on, on, on the weekly, uh, on like a weekly basis. I know the NBA regular season can get kind of repetitive, uh, but, yeah, we'll take a look at that again next week. Next on the agenda, we got the Fab Five. Uh, the, the Fab Five betting. I got two odd bets, two money line bets, and an over-under bet. Here we go. Cleveland Browns. I got them over the Texans. Four, they're uh, four-and-a-half point. Uh, favorites. I think they're going to win by, you know, 10 or 10 points, 10 to 14 points, only four and a half. Deshaun Watson's coming in, coming back against his former team. I think it's going to be a uh, slaughter. Uh, Pittsburgh versus Atlanta. This one's almost even, but the Pittsburgh Steelers are one point underdogs. Um, I got them beating the Falcons straight up. You know, they put on a good defensive performance last Sunday. I like him here. Uh, money line Seahawks, money line Cowboys, and I got the Ravens and Broncos under 39 and a half points. That is my Fab Five betting. Go throw some money down on that sucker parlay right there. Anyway, NFL power rankings. Here we go. Main event of the show. Number 10, we got the Ravens. So the loss against the Jaguars was embarrassing. Once again, another game they should have won. The only issue is they're going to have to 
they're are they going to have one of these games where they should have won type games in the playoffs? Who knows? Who knows with them? Um, they have to, you know, beat these mediocre teams. Who cares, you know, if trap games come through? If they want to be an elite team in the AFC, they have to finish games. Simple and plain. Uh, number nine, I got the Titans defense. One of the best in the leagues, but, you know, their offense kind of struggled. Once Derrick Henry kind of shuts down, he ran for under 40 yards. The rest of the offense, you know, kind of does as well. Ryan Tannehill can't get his passing game going if... You know, the defense isn't worried about Derrick Henry, which they weren't. They were shutting him down just right, and the Bengals got the win. Ahead of the Titans, the Bengals, number eight. Uh, they're dealing with a few injuries, but they're a quiet 7-4. and four. And their offense, you know, once it's fully recovered, they're going to be a threat in the AFC. Uh, they've had a few bad losses, like Steelers and Browns, kind of interdivision games. But uh, they're 7-4, and four, and once their offense comes back, I think they'll be a threat in the playoffs. Number seven, I got the Vikings. You know, they're still recovering from the Dallas beatdown they had uh, two Sundays ago. But they got a good win on Thanksgiving against a solid defense in New England. Uh, if they can revamp momentum once again, I think they can, you know, make it to the NFC title game possibly. Uh, Justin Jefferson in his own tier at the receiving level. And Kirk Cousins playing solid. You know, uh, they're going to revamp. And I think, you know, they'll be a solid team in the NFC. I don't know how they'll pre- uh, perform in the playoffs, though. That's its big question. They need the jackhammer wins. Those are the dominant wins against, you know, these top 10 teams here. Number six, Dolphins. They are so hot right now. And Tua is playing like an MVP. Five straight wins they have, and they'll have a huge test against the 49ers defense on Sunday. I am looking forward to that game. Uh, Number five, I got the Bills. Von Miller's injury hurt them bad. And as an elite squad, they can't have a close game like that, uh, like they had against Detroit. Okay, that Thanksgiving game was kind of just a clusterfuck uh, for Buffalo. Um, that's, that's the word I can only use to describe it. They got to beat, they got to beat a team like that down to the ground. Uh, number four, Cowboys, the defense looks great. The receiving core looks hot. Their defense take care of business against, uh, the Giants only allowing 39 yards from Saquon Barkley, a man who's been on a mission this year. The Eagles game in the last week of the season will decide a lot for the Cowboys power ranking ranking. So yeah, they're sitting at number four right now. They look great. Number three, I got the 49ers, best defense in the league by a mile. I've been saying it since, you know, probably five weeks ago, but they still have a talented core on offense as well. Both will need a good, you know, offensive performance against Miami uh, this Sunday. So, yeah, it's going to be a huge deciding factor. Uh, After this upcoming week, we're going to have a lot of changes. I can feel it. Uh, number two, Eagles. They proved their offensive capabilities once again Sunday night. Jalen Hurts ran for over 150, and they had over 350 total rushing yards. The defense needs just a little bit of work against you know a team like the Packers, but uh, the offensive line and rushing attack is the best in the league. And number one, on the contrary, the Chiefs. We have the best passing attack and quarterback play from Kansas City. Uh, they made a decent amount of mistakes against the Rams, but you know they still won by 16. They're in a league of their own in the AFC. Uh, in my opinion, and, you know, they don't have a lot to fix for the most part. Um, They don't make a lot of mistakes on offense, and, you know, I think the Rams game is just one of those shown that, um, you know, they can make a few mistakes and still win by two touchdowns. That's how good they are. That's what I mean by they are so, you know, they're almost near perfect offensive level. They, They have little room for improvement. So, yeah, that's the Power Rankings, and that will conclude the show. Thanks for tuning back in. I know the Friday drop is a little weird, not normal, you know, the Wednesday. I get it. 
but you know this just worked out better anyway thank you all for watching and i will see you guys next time for another another podcast maybe an extra video who knows but i'll see you all next time peace